Welcome to the podcast Life of Emerald. We all have mental and physical health. You know they go both hand in hand. They are connected. But have we, as a society, stigmatized mental health to our detriment? Let's talk about it. You're listening to the podcast Life of Emerald. I'm your host, Kate. We're a spiritual organization empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to the universal truth grounded in oneness with the creation based on love, peace, harmony. Be true to yourself. We balance the sciences, spirituality, modern innovation, and ancient wisdom. Shall we normalize mental health in 2022? This is a global movement. Make mental health normal again. Our honorable guest today is Saskia Varas. Jaskia is a radical collaborator and an optimistic radical, a devoted sustainability advocate intent on making a difference. She has 25 years of experience across international and senior executive roles, including Chief Responsible Management Officer for Tourism Holdings. She is a Sustainable Futures Advisor in the educational sector and impact facilitator aimed at systemic change needed in the corporate world. These collaborative roles enabled her to connect her innate drive to inspire positive change. Shaskia is also CE and co-founder of global nonprofit Match for Action and co-leads the joint global partnership Crowd Doing, focusing on micro-leadership, service learning, and multidisciplinary collaboration to support social innovation towards systemic change. In her spare time, she loves spending time regenerating native trees and planting veggies in beautiful Northland with her husband and two dogs. I'm proud to introduce and interview global changemaker, Jaskia. Welcome. Thank you, Kate. It's so lovely to be here. It's lovely to host you, Jaskia, one more time. We met last year on podcast and we had physically met five years ago at the Stanford Graduate School of Business campus. Um, welcome back. Yes, if only we could meet again um, this year. I, I don't know, I'm not coming, but <laughs> well, we'll do it with Zoom this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Saskia, let's get started. What is your view on mental health in general? Thanks, Kate. Um, uh, when you inter introduced um, the podcast, that is pretty much my view too. Like we talk about it as if it is a separate thing, mental health, as if it's separate from physical health. Um, but my view is definitely that it is all connected and we should look at it as a, as a whole. And that goes further than um, it looking at it from a personal perspective. I also very much, you know, um, link it into um, us being part of nature and us being part of Mother Earth, and that is, you know, that is all all connected. And the mental health part, I suppose, if you look at it as a part, is is the part that is not part of our our physical infrastructure. I suppose as the as, as a human, but you shouldn't, and we shouldn't really look at it separately. I'd rather talk about health in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a brilliant point. There is no separation between physical health and mental health. But by only by talking about mental health, we automatically assume there is separation. I agree. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's the same as you know talking about it as if it's separate from health of nature or health of earth. I think is also um, 
not quite right. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's off. Saskia, <laughs> <laughs> what's yes. one personal story pertaining to mental health which has shaped your life view today? Thank you for asking that question. And when you um, first mentioned you, or when we first talked about this podcast, you sort of asked a similar question, and I was like, "Nah, I don't. You know, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing to share." And then I actually um, started thinking about it, and obviously, I do have something to share in that. It's just that I probably have never really thought about it as mental health issues. I'm not too sure why, but anyway, my when I grew up. Um, in the Netherlands, um, my, my, both my parents um, were traumatized by World War II and little things could trigger that, that trauma still. Like if there was loud noises, my mom could get really upset and um, there were certain things that she just couldn't deal with, which now I think fall into the category of mental health. And also my brother um, growing up definitely had many issues like trying to fit in where he wasn't uh, fitting in and that caused quite a bit of issues. He definitely dealt with depression and um, me, I was the youngest of the four siblings. I was very much the youngest and I, uh, because of that, um, or maybe as in that, that <laughs> I believe that, because of that, I was sort of the, the one that got along with everybody and was sort of like the pacifier and I was also always sort of being used is, a, is not a nice word to use but in a way like if my brother had issues and my parents and my sisters couldn't deal with that they would sort of put me forward and go you know you little one you just go and talk to him and listen and then you know try and lift his mood so i learned very quickly and 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 at a very very young age to do this to just sort of go to people that were having a having an issue and you know, sit with them and, and just ask them, how are you? And listen and then try and, and try and make them feel better, I suppose. And um, so that is, that is, I suppose, definitely a something that has influenced the way that I approach things when I, you know, it, it's also made, normalized it for me, I suppose. It was just around me and I grew up with it and it was just something that I dealt with and learn to deal with it was just normal it was just there and it wasn't nobody made a big deal out of it either which was which is also really interesting and i don't know if i'm allowed to say a second story but i'm going to anyway <laughs> well, please, please. i did some um uh, volunteer work as a as a youngster a student as well when i was just becoming a student and i worked for um, an ms clinic multiple sclerosis clinic in France and there was a young lady there she was only I think she was only like late 20s early 30s and she was in very uh, advanced stages of uh, MS but she was such a positive person and she would always tell us oh, if we were complaining about something she would go look it's a beautiful day and um, and she would sort of show us that even you know she was honestly in a very advanced stage and she couldn't she was in a wheelchair she couldn't move her arms pretty much and all that sort of thing but her head was still very healthy and she taught me really that um no matter what you know if you you, you know the 
if she could be that optimistic, I ha I had no reason for not being optimistic, and I I have always taken that with me. That in what in whatever situation I end up in, I'll try and find her voice in it, and um, I think that also has definitely. Well, I know that has influenced my life a lot. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, she can inspire you in mysterious ways. What an inspiring story. Mm. I mean, oh, yeah, like I said, she was she was incredible and. I probably didn't realize then how, how incredible she was and I, I've not been in touch with her since sort of thing. I suspect she would have passed over to a different world by now. But um, yeah, it is, it is pretty amazing to, um, to think about the things you've learned and who you've learned from along the way. Mm. <laughs> and your first story is interesting as your mom and dad had experienced World War One, World War Two. And without the label, without, you know, this is wrong, this is right, you just were immersed in this situation where families um, solving problems on, on your own way. That's, that's uniquely um, sacred. Mm. Do you have a mental health challenges yourself? Uh, you mentioned briefly not too much, but uh, if, if so, what has helped you get through mental health challenges of your relatives um, besides sitting there listening for them? Is there any, any solution that you've provided so far? Um, well, I suppose linked to um, my parents' trauma with World War II, um, they actually taught us a lot about um, being grateful for freedom and also that um, bad situations can end and can actually become good situations i.e they lived through the war and actually had a really lovely life sort of thing afterwards right they built up a good life and they were healthy and all that sort of thing and one of the things that if i encounter um situations where i may get a little bit anxious or um where I, 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 um, yeah, I, I, I get down or, or that sort of thing. I try and tell myself that as well to sort of firstly find, find things to be grateful about in that moment, uh, which always lifts moods in my opinion, whatever that is, right? It could just be, you know, now I'm, when I'm looking outside the window here, I see beautiful trees. You know, if you, if you shift your mind to that, that will actually help you starting to cope with the situation. And also um, putting it in um, in time relativity, I suppose. So if you have an exam coming up which you're really anxious about and you're sort of like, I'm not going to cope and all that sort of thing, to think about the time after that exam, to think about the things that you've planned that actually um, make you happy and sort of go, well, actually, that also means that, you know, this exam is only going to be an hour or two hours or three hours or whatever it is. You know, I'm sure that I can get through it because I've already planned something for you know for the next day, and that's going to be fun. So, just sort of try and shift your mind to that, and then um, generally, for me, that works in in calming myself down and mm. um, and dealing with the situation. Yeah. But then I I have to say I I don't I don't want to tell people that have serious in serious mental 
health issues that that will work for them because I don't think I've ever encountered serious mental health issues myself. Uh, <laughs> I remember we met up in San Francisco with Helio, Claudia, your husband, and we had beautiful dinner together. And and thanks for paying for me, by the way. But they, <laughs> I remember you, Saskia. And you know, at the time I was mentally um, going through some um, healing. And so your presence was like a rock for me. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. It was lovely. Um, yeah, it's always been lovely to catch up with you. There's definitely something special that you that comes from you uh, no matter no matter um, yeah i'm sorry that your mental health wasn't that good then but even even with that state that you say you say you were in that for me it was still you are such a beautiful person and it's beautiful and it's wonderful that we've met and that uh, we still spend time together it's great <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, Shaskia, what is the go-to strategy for calming your mind instantly? Thinking about nature. Going into nature if I can. Um, and otherwise, if that's not an option, is thinking about nature. And that could be just trying to um, envisage myself on a beach and trying to think about the waves for instance, and how the waves come onto the beach and, and or uh, it can be thinking about trees, birds, blue sky, that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, if I have the option, I'll go, if I, you know, I'll go outside and stand under the trees because that definitely drops my heart rate immediately. Mm -hmm. Do you ever hug a tree? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> and I talk like touching the touching the uh, the bark of trees and that sort of thing, and feeling feeling the leaves and and you know um, it's also for me it's also about trying to understand. I mean, I'm trying to understand how to grow trees and how to what to do to make them to keep them healthier, to make them healthier, to make them grow and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, it's it's great. And, and really paying attention, being mindful with the trees, I suppose, really paying attention to how beautiful they are. And there's so many things you miss. Like, you know, as a kid, you would draw a tree as a, you know, you would just do the, the you know, with one, one green pen and a, maybe a brown pen for the bark and a green pen for the, for the leafy bit. But there's so much more detail <laughs> to a tree. Mm -hmm. And if you get closer to it and you pay attention to it, yeah, which is which is great and really really good. I believe it is really good for health to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I met some people that they, they talk to plants and animals. <laughs> it's real. It's real for them. But anyway, um, Sadia, what's your six-word story you like our audience to take with today? I um, knew that you were going to ask this, and I really struggled with that. What I would like to say is thrive with earth and optimism. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's good. How do our audience get in touch with you? I love to talk to people always that are like-minded, um, especially. Um, and you can get in touch with me through a, a 
personal email address um, saskia at technow.world um, or I am on um, LinkedIn or I am on Instagram under my own name or I am on Twitter under Sustainable Sus or I am on WhatsApp if you want um, as well you can probably find me and I would love to I respond to um, any any platforms and any messages that I that I get so love to hear <laughs> You want to be a mother of all of all of us. <laughs> That's very available. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks for your time today. And uh, even though we're not in San Francisco face to face, I feel your presence real right now. I feel like we're in front of each other. <laughs> Thank you for this. Thank you so much, Kate. It was really nice to um, contribute to your podcast again. And um, you're doing amazing work. And yes, let's normalize mental health. I think it is very important that we just talk about it. And as you would talk about going to the gym, just talk about mental health as well. Mm. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us today, empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up for what's normal. Appreciate your time. This is an episode series, Make Mental Health Normal Again with Life of Emerald, advocating for listeners like you. For more information, subscribe to our community Instagram page, Life of Emerald underscore. Find us on LinkedIn at Life of Emerald. Finally, visit our homepage, lifeofemerald.com. Till next time, take care.